All right, I am back from vacation. 318 Radio, back on the air. Actually, got back from vacation Saturday, and I've just kind of been getting over my post-vacation depression and getting back to reality. We were in Disney World, uh, the Orlando area, for a whole week. <clears throat> we didn't do parks every day, but we did do four parks, uh, or four park days. We actually did three three parks. We did one day of Epcot, we did Animal Kingdom, and then we did two days of Magic Kingdom. <clears throat> so, now I'm not, while I'm not going to sit here and bore you with uh, all the details of our family vacation, I am going to try to give you some uh, some information to do some kind of informative uh, segments. If you are planning on going to Disney World or any of these parks in the future, um, this may be some stuff that's helpful to you. So I'm going to give you some of my favorite rides in each park and then maybe also some useful uh, information that you may not know um, in relation to the Disney parks. So. Uh, but we did have a really good time, um, as you you may know if you've listened to me before. I have a nine-year-old, a three-year-old, and a two-year-old, so I was pushing a double stroller around Disney World. But even with that, uh, we had a really good time, and I think Disney does a great job of making their park uh, accessible to people like me that's got to push around a bunch of kids in a stroller. So. Still had a very good time. Kids really, really enjoyed it. And um, hopefully I can get back to recording a little more regularly here on Anchor. Uh, well, I mentioned we did three parks. We did <clears throat> first day Epcot. Next park we did is Animal Kingdom. And then we did back-to-back days of Magic Kingdom. Um, now, that being said, I think if you're going to do Magic Kingdom, you need at least two days to do Magic Kingdom. Uh, not only is it huge, but there's just so many different rides and shows and and attractions and parades and fireworks shows and there's just no way that you can I mean even two days really is is tough unless you're by yourself or there's just maybe two of you and you can just do whatever you want you know um, but yeah, I think you need at least two days for magic kingdom um, but I, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna kind of go through each park I'll start with Epcot and I'm gonna give you my top rides for Epcot I'm gonna I'm gonna give you five my top five rides at Epcot so now keep in mind this is just my top five uh, my personal five favorite rides it's not a it's not meant to be really any ranking that you know would mean anything to anybody else except for me it's just my personal top five my personal favorites so Um, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. My top five favorite rides at Epcot. So just a small disclaimer about my list. Um, I'm sure there are some rides that I haven't rode. I'm sure I didn't get to absolutely everything in every park that I went to. Um, and also, like I said, we only went to three of the four parks. We didn't do uh, Hollywood Studios at all, so I can't give any information on that. Uh, so just keep that in mind. If there's something that I'm leaving out of my uh, list, it may be because I didn't write it. But uh, I don't think that'll be the case with Epcot. I think we wrote everything at Epcot. Um, 
And also keep in mind that these are just my personal preferences. Uh, you may have a completely different um, preferences. So here are my top five and number five. These are in, in order of, of my preference. Number five is going to be one that uh, a lot of people may not agree with because it's, it's a ride that never really has a line. You can pretty much just walk up and get on it even without a fast pass. It's a ride called Living with the Land. Um, and I'll tell you why I like this ride. Um, first of all, it's a boat ride, boat ride type thing. You know, part of it's a dark ride. Um, it's really kind of more of like an educational thing. It shows you a lot about um, farming and, and different, you know, history of, of growing things. And uh, but I just really like this ride because it's you know it's indoor. It gives you a chance to sit down. Uh, it's very relaxing. And it's a long ride. You're on the you're on the ride for a long time, and you get to see some cool stuff. As far as like, you actually get to see the plants that they're growing um, there at Epcot. And uh, even though it may not be a favorite for many people, I'm putting this at number five on my list because I think it's a really cool ride, and it's one that you can just walk up, get on, take a break in the middle of a hot day. Number four for me is one of the newest rides at Epcot, and it's the Frozen Ever After ride. It's the Frozen ride. This is also a dark ride, and it's also in a boat. I even liked this ride before it was changed to the Frozen ride. It used to be something about um, Norse mythology or something like that, but I think it was called Mel Maelstrom. It was even a cool ride back then, but <clears throat> they've changed it a lot. They've changed the whole really the whole line uh, queue area it's got a lot of really cool stuff from the movie Frozen of course I got uh, a three-year-old who loves the movie Frozen so uh, that that part was cool too but it's a fun ride it's a it's a boat ride but it's got a little it's got quite a few twists there's a part where you you know you go backwards and um, it's it's more than just a straightforward ride through in a boat um, it's got some cool technology with the animatronics um, that's just some really neat stuff that they did with that too so I thought this was a really fun ride it's one that you're definitely gonna want to fast pass if you can um, because I think we did wait about 45 minutes to get to get on this one this is one of the longest lines that we waited in the entire time but uh, even if you have to wait in the standby line it's okay because uh, it's, it's pretty cool pretty cool line there's some neat stuff to look at along the way and uh, yeah frozen ever after number four on my list number three is a classic Epcot ride and even if you've never been to Epcot you've seen this ride at least from the outside before because it's that big giant silver golf ball looking thing uh, it's actually a ride called spaceship earth and this is just a um, ride through. It's not not a boat or anything like that, but it's just a, a slow moving ride where you see different scenes. Um, kind of goes all the way back through the history of the Earth and the history of communication and things like that. Um, now, since the last time I've rode this, which was about 10 years ago, they've updated it a lot and they've made a lot of changes. And there's some cool interactive stuff you can do with a little screen in front of you at certain points during the ride 
which I thought was really cool. Um, and it's one of those rides that's just, I mean, it's just really classic. And uh, if you go to Epcot, you have to ride Spaceship Earth, but but it's it's more than just because it's classic. It was actually a it was a fun ride. Um, you know, it was one that is not going to have a long wait, even if you don't fast pass it. It probably won't have that much of a wait. And even you know when you come out of the ride, there's a lot of cool interactive stuff that you can play with and and, and games and things like that to play with. So it's just a really cool experience all the way around. Spaceship Earth is one that you definitely have to ride at least once if you go to Epcot. It's number three on my list. Okay, top two rides. And coming in at number two, this was tough to kind of put these in order because I really like both of these, but number two, I'm gonna put Test Track. And Test Track is also a ride that has changed a lot since the last time that I rode it, which was like I said, about 10 years ago but they've changed it in a lot of really cool ways, I think, uh, especially the, the pre-ride part of it. You get to kind of use, use a computer and you get to design this car and, and you make you know every little aspect of it. So it really makes standing in line and waiting, uh, it makes that whole process go by a lot quicker. Um, we did not, I don't believe we had a fast pass. I can't remember, but there wasn't a long line either way. There wasn't much of a wait for this ride which is cool because it's one of the uh, it's one of the more fun exciting thrill rides there at Epcot and so yeah test track was a lot of fun all the way around even when you come off the ride the uh, you get to look at all the cool you know, the, the cars and there's a lot of a lot of good pictures that you can take there um, as long as your cell phone isn't dead like mine was when we came off the ride but um, yeah test track is definitely one of my favorites and it's it's a must ride for me if I go to Epcot And the number one ride for me at Epcot is Soarin'. Soarin', and I think now they've actually changed it and they call it Soarin' Around the World because it's a lot different than uh, than it used to be and it's a different scenery. Soarin' is actually kind of a hard ride to describe. Uh, you sit in a seat, uh, almost like a movie theater seat, but then that seat uh, gets lifted up in the air in front of a huge screen I mean like the most massive screen you've ever seen in your life to where you can't even see the edges of the screen and it looks like you're flying through different scenes um, the seat moves with the with the video and there's also like you can the, the different smells uh, come in and kind of go along with that scene um, and, the, and the wind and things so it just I mean it's really really cool um, and again, it's really it's kind of hard to describe, but uh, Soren is definitely um, my favorite ride at Epcot, and one that you have to ride if you go. Um, even this one is not gonna have a really long line. Even if you don't get the fast pass, if you have to stand by, I mean, you're probably gonna wait 20, 30 minutes if that. Um, and there was fun stuff to do in the line again. There's a game, a little trivia game that you can play, and it keeps up with the leaderboard and stuff like that. So uh, that's one of the things that I've always loved about the the Disney parks is that it's, it's a lot more than just standing in line. They, there's things to look at, and things to do, and uh, for me, the first time I went to Disney, that was the part that kind of blew me away. Was because you know I had always gone to Six Flags. It was kind of a nearby theme park that we always went to. Um, Six Flags lines are just, you know, you just stand there and you just wait. There's nothing to, to look at, really, other than the people around you. But uh, 
I love how they take time to make the the weight the lines more interesting at Disney parks and um, even other, some of the other parks the Universal parks and stuff down there but uh, Soarin' is a cool ride the line is not a it's not a long wait because there's so much fun stuff to do while you're waiting in line and uh, if you go to Epcot you gotta ride Soarin' probably more than once Overall, I'd say Epcot is my second favorite of the Disney parks. I can't put it above Magic Kingdom. Um, I mean, how could you put anything above Magic Kingdom? But, but under Magic Kingdom, Epcot is definitely my second favorite Disney park. It might be a little more fun, honestly, without the kids. A lot of the stuff is more geared towards uh, adults and is more you know, educational and, and different shows that you can watch and stuff like that. But even with the kids, they really enjoyed it also. Um, the World Showcase is is cool. Um, the one thing I would warn anyone that's going to Epcot about is that it is huge. It's a lot of walking if you're going to walk around that whole park. So uh, just be prepared for that. Maybe, maybe take a day off after Epcot because it's a lot of walking. But it's a very fun park, and I really enjoyed our time at Epcot. And I'll get to the other two parks we visited and, and the best rides in those parks uh, probably on another day. Anyway, thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Have a good day.